comes out the hockey show with Tyler Briggs and Tim Hikeaway. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 36 of Tongues Out the Hockey Show. One half of the show, Tyler Briggs, and the other half, you might not recognize his voice. You might. He's been with us before, but with us tonight is... Fourth time, I believe, uh, Derek Blanchard. Fourth time. Derek Blanchard? It almost sounded like a little uh, French version there. You should note that this is a road game for you. This is a road game, yeah. This is the... uh, Well... We, do, we have done a couple podcasts at the MTS Iceplex, but very rarely do we take this into somebody else's home. So thank yeah. you for welcoming me into your home today, Derek. Absolutely. First time here, and it's a, it's a beautiful place. He's got a little uh, Hall of Fame shrine downstairs Yeah. with a couple of his favorite Red Wings on the wall. Red Wings fans only. Yeah, it's been looking... It, lo- it looks pretty good. It looks, it looks damn good. Timmy was unfortunately unable to join us tonight due to uh, some hockey commitments, which is uh, usually the way things go with Timmy. Understandable, though. The guy loves his puck, so... Yeah. For some reason, he loves taking pucks off the head. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand that, but uh, we'll leave that up to him. Uh, but uh, for you and me, we got to catch up a little bit. Uh, it's been a while. We, you know, we talked back time, and forth yeah. a little bit of hockey. But uh, what's going on with you? Uh, you're, you're sharing the house here. Yeah, we got uh, what you guys when you refer to as Darren Home. Yeah, living here now. That's right. So, well, congrats. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been a bit of a life adjustment, but uh, yeah, absolutely, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a pretty big step, but it sounds like things are going pretty good. Yeah, so, so far so good. Yeah, she's already uh, she's already out for the night, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. She won't mind us. Uh, hopefully, we're, we don't get too loud here, too intense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's happened for you. Uh, you, I do believe you became an uncle after the last time you were with us. Right. On, on yeah. The show. I was yeah. trying to trying to think of the timeline on that. So yeah. we last time I was with you is mid January, I think. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, January twenty ninth. Uh, yeah, that's right. My nephew is born. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. Alex, do you think of a good hockey nickname for him yet or what? Uh, well I just think of like for some reason Alex Mogilney pops in my head. Oh first. yeah, yeah. It's not Oveshkin, it's Mogilney. That's I have no than, idea why. That's but... better than Alexander Dagg. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Go with uh, Alexander McGillney. Yeah. <laughs> he was one of my favorites back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the family's doing good, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sounds like everything went well. Yep. Which uh, which is awesome. Uh, and then I believe we haven't talked to you since uh, the boys, and uh, we did a shout out a few weeks ago, but uh, you guys were the Men's Curling Club uh, Provincial Champions in Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that was a rush, I tell you. Yeah, no, I bet. Yeah. So how did the... Uh, we won't go through the whole tournament, obviously. I'm sure it was a bit of a grind, but uh, how did the finals go down? Well, I actually have two ways to tie it to hockey. Mm. So we actually we lost, which our, is very important. Yeah, <laughs> we we lost our first two games yep. of the the tournament, and yeah, uh, you know it was it was games we played well, probably deserved a better fate, but it didn't go our way, and yep. we bounced back like somewhere to the Caps. Yeah, and uh, what against I, the Blue Jackets. That's I'm right. sure a lot of people are hoping the Jets pull off that same story. So. Definitely. And yeah, as far as the actual final game goes, uh, we started the game down three nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that remind you of anyone? Oh, a certain hockey team yeah, this, it, it this def- year. It definitely does yeah, remind me of a so. team this year. Yeah. Moral wow. of the story is don't give up and. Mm-hmm. Just because you get down early, it's yeah. not over till the the fat lady sinks, as I believe they say. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere, and so yeah. it's you and uh, Scott Bruce, Dan Gagne. Yeah, and as well, Brian yeah. Thompson. I'm not right. Sure if you've heard him, but. Does uh. Is your dad coach? 
still? Uh, or do you guys, uh, for this, how does that work? For this level, uh, in the provincials, you aren't actually allowed a coach. Okay. I mean, Greg was there at every game, though. As oh, yeah. He was our coach. Yeah, beacon at you, you know, from behind uh, the glass, I'm sure. Buying us some drinks at BP in between games. And oh, whatnot. nice. But, uh, Veteran move, Greg. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I guess we can bring a fifth player to, yep. to the, the Nationals, and he's he's probably going to have his name in there in the Ab- pool. So. Of course. I'm sure he's uh, he's excited for you guys. So Yeah, he's coming either way. So Yeah. Yeah, so you guys get to take a trip to Nationals, which is, uh, yeah, I'm sure... Yeah, un- unknown location yet, but... Huge for you, there. hey? That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, still playing competitively through your uh, mid to late uh, 20s here. For sure, my prime, I guess. I guess, that's what the you call twilight, it. The when twilight. is your prime for curling, you know? like uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been, uh, there's been some crazy playoff series i don't want to uh, delay this talk too much because i think that's i i get so excited this time of year i love talking about this stuff uh i'm doing the episode we're doing the episode without timmy that's how pumped i am to talk playoffs <laughs> i just wanted to make sure this episode happens so uh i'm sure i mean having a little one i don't get a lot of time to watch these series so i do my best to really do my homework on them and you know i catch periods here and there like last night's I mean, we'll, we're going to start with Tampa Bay Columbus. Yep. I think that's uh, the series that needs to kick the episode off. But uh, just your thoughts overall on Tampa Bay losing to the Columbus Blue Jackets for nothing. The, the sweep, <laughs> the brooms were out. They banned the brooms in the building in Columbus, but they did it anyway. That's yeah. That's a lot of brackets busted. That's a lot. That's that I seems to think, be the yeah. I don't think anyone had Columbus coming through that series. No. But. Not not a, I don't I I actually know a Blue Jackets fan and I'm not a hundred percent. I didn't know this existed. Yeah, I know, and I'm not a hundred percent sure if he listens or not. But uh, I I first of all I would like to apologize to him because uh, I don't think I was too kind to the Blue Jackets. Although I'm sure he's used to it because nobody's really ever been kind to them, right? Yeah. They've never won a playoff series, and so I mean to start things off with Tampa Bay, sixty two wins during the regular season, tying your Red Wings, ninety five ninety six. Yep. Yeah. Also, we lost. Also lost, and yeah. I believe it was the conference finals to Colorado. Yeah, yeah, that year, yeah. and so tying the record was tying the record for wins in a season with sixty two. Uh, do you think that they are the biggest? Do you think this this series was the biggest upset in NHL history? Because that's kind of I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Right, I mean, you know. I think the fashion they went out, it's easy to say that because they were swept. Um, yeah. My answer to that is actually no. Yeah. Um, really? I like, I think, I like that. Uh, just because of the salary cap era, I just think there's so much parity in yes. the NHL now that, mm-hmm. you know, playoffs is a new season. Uh, I think back to, like, some of those teams before the cap. Yeah, before the like, cap, yeah. Uh, the Red Wings are, are one of them. Like, yeah. they... The years they won, they had like Robitaille, Hall as secondary players to yes. Iserman, Shanahan, Fedorov. Actually, to kind of funny, I'm going to bring it up now, but in 1995 when they lost to the Devils, the Red Wings were loaded and expected to win the Cup, and yeah. the Devils ended up sweeping them in the final. Exactly. Right? So I'm not sure yeah. if that's a big playoff collapse because at least yeah. the Red Wings made the final so. and continued on to become a dynasty. But Yeah, yeah. but but further to that point, I, yeah. I, I would say that it just makes Tampa Bay's regular season that much more impressive. Yeah. That they were that dominant that in were, this era. So. Yeah. They didn't lose, I, I believe they didn't lose three consecutive games all season. No. No, more more so. than three or something like that. And so, yeah, it, it is a shame to see a team go down like that that had such a legendary season. 
right from Kucherov right. to another Norris Trophy season from, well, potential Norris Trophy season from Hedman, who was injured in the series, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a difference maker for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I wouldn't say I was disappointed to see it happen, the, the team go down, though, as <laughs> yeah. a division rival, but... <laughs> absolutely, ab- yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you don't exactly wish those guys success, and so... Jarmo Kekalainen obviously went all in at the deadline, uh, loading up with Dezingle, Duchesne, and then obviously keep holding on to Bobrovsky and Panarin. Uh, he really, I mean, he obviously showed faith in his team, and it shows that uh, nobody really knows their team better than the GM itself. They weren't even in the playoffs No, uh, when he was making those moves, and, you know, mm-hmm. chances are that at best he was probably looking at, you know, first wild card playing yeah. um, Washington or second playing Tampa. Yep. I mean, they, they could have probably squeezed in for the third spot in the Met. But... They pretty much knew what their opponent was going to be. As yeah. long as the Islanders and the Penguins kept clipping along, there wasn't much of a hope of them. Yeah, so yeah, that, that, was, a card. that was balls. That's what it was. <laughs> it was. It totally was. <laughs> and uh, it, it, well, I mean, it literally paid off in four games, right? Yeah. Because uh, after beating Tampa Bay, I feel like Columbus can do no wrong the rest of the way. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. They got nothing to lose. So. They have really nothing to lose. And so Torts, of course, I, I love the clip of him getting the beer dumped on him last night. <laughs> that was amazing. And then listening to him and his uh, post-game press, presser talking about that and just seeing the smile on his face. And he's one of those guys that, you know, he'll either win you the game based on your emotion or he's going to wander down the hallway and attempt to fight the other team's head coach. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of a fine line with him. Uh, I'm just, I'm really, really impressed with how emotionally charged his team looked. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely a character, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> I know you, Tim, and I have talked a little bit about him, and mm-hmm. I think he's a really good man, like, off the ice from what I've heard and yep. not. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I respect him. He, he tells it how it is. Like, no bullshit with him. There's no bullshit with that guy ever, and there's, there's something to be said about uh, somebody like that that doesn't sugarcoat things. For right? sure. Doesn't For really, sure, yeah. he doesn't really He doesn't really care that the fact that we're – Making fun of him for going down the hallway and uh, confronting Brian yeah. McGratton. You know, I think I think that's ago. kind of like the worst you'll see of him. Like I yeah. think he's kind of I want to say matured a little bit more, but yeah. uh, he still loses it. Yeah. and I love I love and I love the games in Winnipeg. Uh, whenever the Jets play the Blue Jackets, there's that torts cardboard cutout that gets passed oh, yeah. around behind the bench <laughs> of him like pointing and yelling. Hey, eh? that might have been when he was on Vancouver, and I actually remember at a. At a game here in Winnipeg, I remember the crowd chanting Tortorella. <laughs> like, chant, like, he's got to be the only coach. Yeah. He's the spotlight. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's so amazing. And the guy drives me absolutely nuts because he, he did coach the Rangers and them and the Devils had some serious uh, clashes. But I can put yeah. that aside, right? And just recognize that his players obviously respect the yeah, hell out of him. Yeah, he is a cup, so. He definitely does. And yeah. so, moving to John Cooper. Uh, he mentioned in his post game, the coach of the Lightning, of course, he mentioned in his post game presser that uh, they hadn't played any meaningful hockey in months. Uh, do you buy what he said there? I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he, uh, it's like they haven't. Yeah. Yeah, like it. I, when I, did they clinch their spot? Like February? Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure it was like mid February. It's not even like they're jockeying for seeds or anything. It was no. like they were. They had the President's Trophy locked up early. They and... had it locked up. Yeah, they, they clinched it after, like, their 68th game or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so, I mean, he's not wrong. It's still mm-hmm. not an excuse. It's not, but... yeah, and I, I think it's pretty... I think the way the media is portraying it is that he is 
making an excuse and yeah. I, I I don't I don't think that he is and he's he's I feel like he's they, they gave him an extension for a reason he's the right coach he's not going anywhere and I think Tampa oh, will be back yeah. they had a record season like yeah it'd be a dumb move to try to blow everything up yeah definitely just because of this but I agree I agree completely uh and of course uh to to note near the end of the game yesterday I watched I watched a good chunk of it and uh of course at the end of the game Panarin and uh, Kucherov in the handshake line. I saw that. Yes. I've, uh, I can't say I've been Kucherov in that situation before, but I've been uh, Panarin in that situation, and yeah. oh man, I just I I felt so bad for Kucherov, but like, man, just just you know, shake yeah, his hand, you know. They like, seem to have a pretty. They probably have a really good relationship. Yeah, I know they were like. I remember there was like that picture of them hanging out. I think it was in the summer early on in the season, and everyone was like, oh, Panarin to uh, Tampa. Like, oh, they're yeah. Definitely, they're definitely buddies. Oh, yeah, that's right. The picture of him on the beach they're, with uh, Kucha and uh, whoever the yeah. other Russian is there. Yeah, you can tell Panarin wasn't, like, trying to be uh, no, no. an ass or anything. He was like, come he was on, just, be happy for yeah. him. Just be happy. Yeah, exactly, right? So <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, to touch on the series finally, uh, I'm kind of – reminiscing a little bit back to 2012 and uh the alley kings back in 2012 when they just kind of sneak sn- sneaked snuck into the playoffs after uh picking up i believe it was oh i wish i could remember who their deadline pickup that year but they added mike richards jeff carter that, that year, year yeah and uh ended up going on uh an absolutely Whoa. insane run they it, were the first eight seeds when is that i true? think they were the first eight seed yeah and i believe new jersey was also that year the first six seed to to make to make a Stanley Cup finals. finals yeah there was something like that and so do you think columbus is kind of in that same class like torts teams i don't want to say torts teams are the same as like a daryl sutter coach team but like i kind of like i watching them play tampa in game four i kind of got that feeling man well, they there's no doubt they they deserve to be where they are mm-hmm. uh, for how they played and if they continue how they're playing they're like they're definitely a contender. Yeah, it, which is so crazy to say because like yeah, you said they're the bracket busters this year. It's a pretty small market NHL team, right? Yeah, so. yeah, it's amazing. Just yeah. a really really cool story, and I love I love the fact that uh, you know Columbus has finally won a they finally won a playoff series. After uh, ni- nineteen years, and I can't even imagine if if they were to win some of some of the storylines going into the off season because oh, yeah. basically their team is like they're all yeah. going their separate ways next year. Like this yeah. is kind of their one shot. This so. is their one shot, man. Yeah, yeah. Take shoot your shot, right? Yeah. Moving on to the next series, Boston and Toronto. Now, if you're Boston or Toronto, knowing all season that you're gonna have to play in the playoffs. And your way to the cup is through Tampa, essentially, right? That's I'm sure both those teams recognize that early on. So, what do you think they're thinking now that Columbus is is advanced through? Like, I mean, I mean, they're professionals. I think they know they have a job at hand. They're probably more focused on that, but they are also human at the same time. And it's pretty tough to ignore that the team who, like you said, haven't lost three games in a row in the season are all of a sudden not yep. standing in your way anymore. Mm-hmm. So. There's no doubt the stakes are higher. Yes. Um, that being said, like I think that the winner of this series will have their hands full with Columbus. They for will. Sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I actually think that Columbus might be the favorite in this series, depending. <laughs> it's so crazy yeah. how quick things change, hey? Yeah. And it, it was kind of funny. I was listening to Spinning Chicklets the other day, and Ray Ferraro was actually the guest. I don't know if you happened to listen to that episode. I didn't know. And so he was reminiscing of... Ray Ferraro's actually got a really great podcast called The Pulp Hockey Show. It's really, really good. 
uh, with a guy from Winnipeg, I believe, hosts it. But anyways, so Ferraro was talking about the 93 playoffs when he was playing with the Islanders. And so the Islanders were a pretty old team, and they ended up upsetting, I believe it was the Pittsburgh Penguins that year, who had about 50 more points than them. Wow. In the first in the second round, I think it was. And so anyways, they, they moved on to the, uh, I believe it was the conference finals, and they were playing the Montreal Canadiens. And then on the other side, it was Toronto and LA, right? And that was the whole Gilmore high stick on Gretzky right, right. thing, right? Yeah. And so the, I guess they were watching, uh, they were watching uh, those two teams go at it. And of course, LA ends up advancing. Or before that series, that they knew Pittsburgh was already out. And so they're going, holy crap, like it's wide open. We, you know, we have a chance to win the cup. Like, all we got to do is get by Montreal, who's, you know, they were a Cinderella team that year, and they were saying, like, oh, all we got to do is get by them. And sure enough, they ended up getting stomped by Montreal. I think they got swept in four or maybe lost in five. But, yeah. but yeah, it's so, uh, like, you like that was a really good point. Like, you brought up that, you know, they're professionals, but they're also humans. It'd be, it'd be silly for those guys not to be like, holy fuck, we don't want to play Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the stakes are higher. No yeah. yeah, definitely. And so, I mean, the Boston-Toronto, I... The, the series tied tonight, right? Uh, yes. Is that would happen. Boston, Boston won. Yeah, yeah. So you you had a chance to catch a little bit of the game, or? Uh, you know, I didn't. I didn't watch a ton. I saw yeah. some of the goals and whatnot. I I know the storyline. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Again, it's just I. It pains me to watch these two. Like I wish both teams <laughs> could lose, but yeah, of course, of course you do. Yeah. That's understandable. I'm, For those of you guys that don't know, uh, Derek is a very passionate Red Wings fan. And I hate the Leafs. So. And you hate the Leafs, yeah. More so than the Bruins. So. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. um, the Kadri suspension, I think this is where the this, this series starts and ends with. Yeah. Yeah. The Kadri-DeBrusque rivalry. Yeah. And so didn't really get a chance to see that game. Obviously saw what Kadri did. We know what Kadri did last year. I know DeBrusque yeah. had a kind of a... You know, not I wouldn't say it was a questionable hit on Marlowe, but it wasn't it wasn't a great hit, mm-hmm. right? So Kadri loses his cool for a second and he costs his team you know, he could potentially cost his team the season. Uh my the number one question that I'm seeing a- everywhere is that has do you think that Kadri has potentially played his last game as a leaf? I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I think just based on some of the things Babcock has said, mm-hmm. uh, not too thrilled with him. I mean, yep. he, I hate Nazem Kadri, but he's a good checking center and he yep. has capability of scoring. He's scored, mm-hmm. he's had 30 goal seasons. Like, I know, that's I a know. big gap to come out of your, your like off your lineup. Yep, it in is. In a series like this. And, that was kind of Toronto's advantage coming in is that they added Tavares and now you know they what? had that depth at center. You got that depth and yeah. now it's gone. So it was Boston's very much a you know a one line heavy. Te- I don't want to say they're yeah. a one line heavy team, but very much they rely on their top. They're top line. heavy yep. for sure. Yeah. Whereas Toronto all of a sudden has this deep lineup. Nazem Kadri has the potential to be like one of the best checking line centers in yeah. the league, right? And a guy that plays the power play, a little bit of everything. And the thing is, just based on Toronto's situation, is something's got to give, right? Yeah. Like, they, they got way too much money, mm-hmm. not enough cap space. Like, they're going to have to move something out. Yeah. He might be that that guy. He might be that guy, yeah, but, very much so. Because they, they still got to get Marner under the, but, under the books, so. I mean, and this isn't a one-off mistake. This is two years in a row. Two years He's in a row. Lost his, He's not his a clean player. And so. the thing that, and I never, I never really played hockey at a super high level. But the thing that 
pissed me off the most and I, I after I saw the hit I, I I didn't think of any like one player in particular that I that I played with in the past but I you know a couple names and you know memories came up and I just thought like how much I fucking hated when guys had their own like I understand hockey's a, a very physical sport yeah. you play yourself right it, it gets heated I mean the one game I played with you uh, a few years ago I think I actually got kicked out for taking too many penalties did, yes but it's when guys it's when guys uh, have their own personal agendas right. in games like that. And when, uh, oh, man, there's Colorado just scored. Oh, no, Calgary just scored. Jeez, what am I watching? Uh, it's when guys have their own personal agendas like that that just drive me bananas. It was the most selfish, selfish play. Like, dirty, yeah, one thing. But it was so goddamn selfish. I, I just, and oh, that, for sure. I've always kind of thought that about Kadri and the way he played. Yeah. Like he just always seems to lose his cool at the worst times. And I, yeah. I think Boston knows that, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. There's some chirping going on down they, there that we don't hear. They actually showed the clip, I think, Don Cherry talked about after the first game. When yeah. Toronto, you know, they they basically dominated the game. Mm-hmm. And Kadri's up chirping, and they show Babcock telling him to sit down and shut up. Shut up, yeah. Exactly. Like, how many don't more... Don't poke a sleeping bear. Yeah. And that is the best words, because it's the Bruins. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. That's don't did, right? poke the bear. That's yeah. 100% right. This is exactly what Boston wants. Yeah. And now they find themselves... Uh, of course, Toronto won the game after that, but Boston obviously ties they've, it up tonight. They've regained their home ice advantage. So. Yeah, which is which yeah. is huge, I think, in this series. How do you how do you see this one shaking down? I know we didn't really talk predictions before, but how do you really see this one going Well, yeah. I mean, I would have said this before game one. I'll say it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a movie that you really like. Yeah. Even though you know the ending. Yeah. It's just so, you know what? I know Boston's going to win, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch it anyways, just because I enjoy watching <laughs> Toronto lose. So, like, it's just inevitable. Like, there's no way Toronto's going to win this series. That was so good, man. Yeah. I love that. Like, it's like <laughs> watching, like, something like like Happy Gilmore or something. Mm-hmm. You, you know how that is. You ends, know the ending. You've but... seen it so many times. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what, I love that. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't I don't really uh, have anything else to touch on in that series. I've actually found myself uh, not very, not very disinterested in it, but yeah, like you said, we've seen it before, right? Yeah, seen it. Seen it you know, this is the third time in the last uh, six years, I believe they've met, and uh, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if it happens again next year. You know? Oh, for sure, and yeah. that's just the the victim of sort of the playoff format. Yeah. So what? Yeah. yeah so we could talk playoff format here. So yeah. where where are you at with this playoff format? Are you a fan of it? Well, they've. I mean, we I guess, grew up with the one versus eight. Yeah, they've extended know? it to for next year. Like this. Yeah, one more year of place, it, right? And then Seattle come in. They'll. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they might change it, but uh, I hope so. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. Uh, no. I like the idea of it when it first came out that they yeah. build division rivalries, but again, it's like same teams playing each other over and over. And mm-hmm. I mean, really, Boston and Toronto probably shouldn't be playing in the first round. No, no, no and so. it's the same. Like, uh, well, I, I'm not really too sure. Maybe St. Louis and Winnipeg might be might have lined up as like the four or five seeds this this year. Yeah, I think they actually did. So that's yeah, that's a fair one. But I just I really wish that that you know that was the that was the way it was. I, I don't think there's really anything wrong with one to eight looking back. So no, no, definitely not. And they've there's been some talk of like the 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 not the wild card, but like a little play in tournament. I'm and I'm fine. I'm I'm all for just just the eight teams that's, coming in and the play in thing is a big like. I feel like that's an American thing. 
Yeah, I, I, I have that in baseball. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like a, the wild card playing game or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not. The, the amount of money and viewership they would generate. I mean, it would, it really would be brilliant from a from that perspective. One really cool idea. I'm gonna steal it from a from another podcast I I listened to, was that, this is this is just a spitballing here, but. The idea is that so the number one seed and they say Sportsnet gets it or TSN yeah. gets the show the number one seed goes up and they pick their opponent. I, I Have you saw, heard that? I saw some tweets about that actually yesterday. Oh, big save by Smith. Sorry. <laughs> That's wow. <okay. laughs> wow, that was big. Anyways, yeah, yeah Scotty Bruce is probably losing his hair. Oh, no, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's about that age. They're yeah. years old. Yeah, the hair starts falling out whether you're stressed or not. Sorry, Brucey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, back to that. Uh, yeah. They were kind of saying that, like, if you're a first seed in, say, Tampa, I don't think they would have picked Columbus, but say they did. Yeah. And then they got embarrassed for nothing. Like, no GM should have to wear that. No. Like, it's it's cool in theory, but no. Nah, yeah, yeah. The ideas of, like, the, the chaos just, it would cause would be hilarious. I just feel like the NHL, like, between owners and everything, like, franchises, you want to respect each other. Yes. And, it's just showing a lack of respect choosing somebody, you know, yeah. like I, I I think you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of it, like maybe I would like create a video game or I could like do that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. WWE style, like but <laughs> until then. I'm I'm I would love to just see the one versus eight thing. So we're uh we're clipping pretty good for time and we're uh we still got a few series to go, so we'll try and speed things up here. Yeah. Uh Washington versus Carolina. Now this series is very much or very much so not the uh not the sexiest one on paper. No. No not for viewership, probably would be the lowest in Canada, I would guess, between these two teams. Uh I feel like like we were just saying, the Boston the whole Boston Toronto thing, we've seen it before. So I've actually found myself tuning into this Washington Carolina series. So I've been pretty invested in it actually. Yeah. And so uh there's been some exciting moments, like when uh, Furland got kicked out of the game for hitting, uh, I can't remember what Caps player it was, but uh, Rod Brindamore just absolutely lost oh, yeah. his mind. I, I don't know if you saw it. that. Yeah, I did, yeah. And um, it, it was The hit wasn't even bad. Like, he no. kept his arm tucked in. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could remember which player it was. But Brindamore just lost. I, I, I love that guy. The more I'm like, like now we're starting to hear the, the sound bites and the pressers and everything from him. Big fan of his. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. I think it was Nick Dowd that he hit. Nick Dowd, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that was the one. Yeah. yeah, he was so mad. Uh, Brooks Orpik, of course. Uh, this is a re- probably one of the coolest stories I think is so Brooks Orpik. So he's the oldest D man in NHL history to score uh, score an overtime winner, which I I couldn't believe that stat. I thought that was really cool because he's. I think he's only well only, but I think he's thirty eight. And then I think that was his second career playoff OT goal, and those are probably his only two. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, and so amazing story, especially considering he, uh, I believe the Caps traded him with Phil Grubauer to the Avalanche in the offseason. The Avs bought him out. It's basically a way for Washington to re-sign him for cheaper. To re-sign him, yeah. Yeah. I just think that's so amazing that he, you know, he's a a loyal soldier, ended up coming back. Did you know he's named after Herb Brooks? I did know that actually. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah I I kind of forgotten about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's a really uh that's really cool actually that you brought that up because I completely forgot. Uh, so then of course game three rolls around the Caps are up two nothing in the series they've got all the momentum really and then uh, 
I had just turned on the TV right when the Ovechkin and Svechnikov <laughs> fight started. And yeah. uh, the first ever all-Russian fight in uh, playoff history yeah, went down. Actually, I, wasn't, I was watching whatever other game was on at that time, and you yeah. texted me saying Svechnikov just fought Ovechkin, and I had scrambled on my phone to try to find a clip <laughs> of it because I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I had to see it. Yeah, and it was bad. I think, I, I think that's what I said in the text. It was really, really bad. <laughs> And so you obviously got a chance to see it. Your thoughts, man. I know where I stand on it, but uh, I want to know what you think. Well, first off in the fight, yeah. great punch. Yeah, yeah, that's as good as it gets, man. Um, in terms of the the whole situation, uh, I think obviously Svesh kind of uh, egged it on. I think you had that written here. It's kind of what it looked like. I yeah. mean, that's not really what... the Brandon Moore is saying, Moore's but it was, was I think it was pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Uh, Ovechkin gave him a whack or whatever, but mm-hmm. he was the guy that clearly was like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. In terms of Ovechkin, what he did, um, he's a grown man. He's 34. <laughs> he's, yeah. you know, good. He's got 30, 40 pounds on the guy. Yeah. It, it wasn't a fair fight, but you know what? Like, I think with, you know, all those fans screaming on the adrenaline, the like, adrenaline it's hard pumping. to really judge him on yeah. his actions. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is unfortunate what happened. and Yeah. Yeah, I think Ovechkin could go back. He would undo that. He would totally undo that for sure yeah. because, I mean, it was his own countryman to begin with. Probably a kid that yeah. idolized him growing up. Would not for be sure, and, and that's part of the thing. I think yeah. that's kind of why Shvesh wanted to do it. Like, I think so, probably. could say fought their NHL hero. And I bet you if his brother, again, he was watching at home, he was probably like... Oh my god, this is a, going to be a good fight, you know? <laughs> and he was probably just pumped, and then, you know, obviously, the I'll reaction. Be, yeah, I'll different. be tuned into the Wings Caps next year when Evgeny goes for the revenge. <laughs> yeah, when he goes for the revenge. <laughs> but, I loved uh, his uh, loved his tweet or whatever the heck that was. That I didn't even see that. You didn't? No. Yeah, he posted, I think it was an Instagram story, and it was uh, 1 2 3, Freddy's coming for you, like from uh, oh, okay. whatever. Uh, <laughs> Freddy, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? The horror movie. Yeah. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. I don't fucking know. Whatever the fuck it's called, Freddy something. Freddy Krueger. Okay. That's it. Oh yeah. my god, I'm brutal. But yeah, it was a it was a quote from that movie, and it was just like black writing with like white text, and it was just like basically like yeah, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and then he even tagged Ovechkin. In Perfect. It, which is hilarious. So. Yeah. As I mean, from Ovechkin's standpoint, yeah, it's it's probably the wrong thing to do to yeah. beat, beat up on a kid, but also for your team, yeah. Like, no offense to Shvesh, like he's a good player and all, but getting Ovi off the ice for five minutes in the playoffs like, is is huge, insane. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, he probably whether he got hurt or not, I'm sure his team would have been fired up. Oh yeah. Either way, yeah, they, they went on to win the game five nothing. Uh, that was Ovechkin's first fight in nine years. So where I stood, stood on it, so I saw it right away, and I was. I know a couple guys have. Uh, I was listening to Pierre LeBron talk the other day on the radio, and he was talking saying how sick he was to his stomach. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's how I felt too. Because I actually remember it brought up a couple memories. So number one, uh, the first one I thought is a tough one to bring up, but there was the the senior hockey player that died back in uh, the mid-2000s, I think it was. I I believe his name was Don Sanderson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Played Ontario senior hockey, uh, fell to the ice, hit his head. I think he was in a coma and uh, ended ended up passing. And so that was really like, 
the beginning of the first like conversations like does fighting have a place in hockey if this is the result right and so it's a dangerous game it's quick it's fast obviously players are going to get hurt there's the potential for serious injury whether it's falling hitting your head on the ice or say you know what happened to clint malarchuk with the skate incident right richard zednick same thing it's a dangerous game um yeah the sveshnikov one brought back a couple like like i just said brought back that memory i remember there was a game i was playing we were playing junior b and uh one of our guys i can't remember the guy's name but he took a vicious head headshot we were playing the north winnipeg satellites took a brutal headshot from one of their guys and one of our guys name was gordy page ended up hopping the bench off our bench to go jump in and fight and got like like knock the fuck out too right Mm -hmm. and it was just like oh my god like seeing something like that is just so like chilling to me seeing that fight it honestly made me think of like you know think of some of my own fights too like how much i didn't want to do it in the heat of the moment like you'd lose your mind to do it but then it's like oh my god like i've never fought before and i got to do this and i got pummeled a couple times and it was yeah, it. I'm sure it sucks, if man. I like played hockey, I'd be in the same <laughs> boat as you. Yeah, and uh, like you want to play between the rules, and you just you. Honestly, it. I understand the whole like yeah, it keeps players accountable, like policing, yeah, and kind of stuff like that. And I think I've even mentioned it on the podcast that it does have its place when it comes to that. But I'm just I'm beginning to think that these players are so big, they're so strong, the game's so quick with the CTE and everything that we know about it, I, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't be against fighting being abolished in the game. Uh, yeah, I'm actually on the, on the same page as you with that one. I, mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said that I wasn't the first, like, if I go to a game and yeah. there's a fight, I love it. Like, mm. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. as a fan. Love it. Absolutely great, love it. But, yeah. um, you know, seeing a kid get knocked out, like, it's scary, man. I mean, if I had my own kid or something playing hockey and I saw that happen to him, like, I'd yeah. be mortified. Yeah. And I think even just the other day we were watching the game and I can't remember who it was on the Jets that was fighting. Maybe it wasn't the Jets. But anyways, there was a fight on the TV and uh, I was like, uh, Theo just happened to be looking at the TV and he saw it and he goes, hey, daddy, look, they're wrestling. Like, <laughs> and then listening to Pierre Lebrun talk and he was just, and he was like, I just would really have a, I just have a, my daughter's 10, she plays, and I just have a really tough time justifying to her why this is allowed, yeah. right? And why it's not, why all of a sudden it becomes allowed once you're, once you're 18 years old, right? Oh, exactly. It's the only sport where yeah. it is, where it is allowed, where a player can return to a game. Yeah. They've, they've taken the necessary steps in junior when, when it comes to game misconducts and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just don't think it's going to be long. NFL, MLB, and yeah. NBA, if you throw punches, you're pretty much suspended. Yeah. I mean, NFL doesn't happen too often. No. It's hard, but mm-hmm. NBA, it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLB, if you get hit by a couple of bitches, all of a sudden guys go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Those are always <laughs> those fun, too. Are, those like are gang brawls. Yeah. But, uh, and like you said, for the fans, like that kind of stuff is, we eat that up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's getting to the point where yeah. it's unnecessary there's it's, it's about safety i don't think it's about entertainment at this mm-hmm. point you know with the more and more people know about cte and everything it's uh yeah it's about time that you know it well things have already moved in the right direction it's not something that they can do overnight right they've taken no. the right steps and I, I feel like it won't be long you know yeah so 
I won't really I won't get your thoughts on this series. Uh, I I personally picked well. I should get your thoughts. The Caps I've picked, obviously. It's cool to see the the Hurricanes. Oh, I think that might be the Canes only win. Yeah, you think, think so? Yeah, yeah, Caps are too good. Yeah, I think they're I think they're pretty pretty damn good. And that's so. no disrespect to Carolina, but no, they don't match up. So no, definitely not. Moving on to <clears throat> Islanders and Penguins, and so there's another series nobody really saw coming. The Islanders are kind of of the same mold of the Blue Jackets, I think. You know, where defense, goaltending. You know, it obviously plays a big factor in their success. Maybe the Blue Jackets have a little more offense in them. Uh, Islanders sweep this one. Did you have the Islanders winning this or? I no. I'm gonna I, I'm I, gonna pour one out for Timmy here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I thought Pittsburgh would pull through just based on you know some of their vets there. They've yeah. been through this, but yeah. No, I I. Uh... I, I wouldn't be surprised kind of thing if Highlanders won, but mm-hmm. a sweep, I did not think that would happen. No, no, definitely, definitely not. Uh, they've, they're obviously clicking. Uh, it's hard to believe that a team that had the, the lowest rank goals against average in the league last year, all of a sudden they're two goalies. One of them is the same as last year, Thomas Grice. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they're sharing the William Jennings Trophy, which is the trophy for lowest goals against in the league by a goaltending duo. So that what it's the coaching. It's Barry Trotz. Yeah, right? look at the teams he's coached. We haven't even mentioned that they lost their captain and franchise player. Yeah, exactly. Does it does it does it look well, like it? You know. You know, I think that's that was sort of they had something to play for after that. They, mm-hmm. I mean, that was well when you're gut wrenching for their fans to begin yeah, with, right? Your, yeah, your franchise player just abandoned you. Yep. It's kind of and uh, yeah. You know, I really think I, I give Anders Lee a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. He he got that letter right away. A lot of teams, you know, they go without a captain yep. for the first couple of years and something to, like that happens. Right away. He's pretty much just in the media basically said, to hell with them. Like, yeah. We don't need him. Yeah, we don't need him. We'll be fine. Yeah. And, yeah, what a what a rallying point for that team. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, think... you bring in, the like you said, the Stanley Cup winning coach. That doesn't yeah. hurt either. But Def- definitely yeah. doesn't hurt. Yeah, a guy that's, uh, I mean, everywhere he's, he, he's gone, his goaltenders have performed ab- above average for the most part, for with sure. exception of Holtby's regular season for last sure. year, they, but they, they won the cup anyway, the right? The team buys in, they buy what he's selling, and yeah. things work out. Not bad for a guy from Dauphin, Manitoba, eh? <laughs> Not bad. Actually, I was on a plane with him this year. Oh, were you? Yeah. yeah? Uh, he was a super nice guy, actually. I yeah. personally didn't talk to him, but a yeah. lot of people were kind of approaching him, and he was... Oh, cool. I could just he see was all he for was, it, eh? Yeah. That's awesome. I've heard that about him, all too. All for it at, like, 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was an early one. Yeah. 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 What do they call those? A red-eye flight? Is that what that is? I think those are late nights. But late yeah, nights, same okay. Thing. Same yeah. thing. Gotcha. Uh, one one cool thing I, I learned about the, the series is that, well, obviously, it's been in uh, the first two games were in Nassau Coliseum. Uh, I tuned in for game one, at least the beginning, and I could not believe how loud it was there. Oh yeah, it was amazing here. Insane building was rocking, and so I've heard that the the series is moving back to Brooklyn for uh, for the second round. Oh, are they doing that? Yeah, oh, no more games in Nassau. Be. So the question I heard, I think it was Elliot Friedman that asked, but he was like, "If there's anybody that can swing something to to make sure that that doesn't happen, it's Lou Lamorello." Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, Lou, please make sure that these playoff games are at Nassau and not in Brooklyn because the atmosphere there is absolutely incredible and they go to start fan base. Yeah, you know, I'd be lying. I, I, 
I don't follow the Islanders that closely, and mm-hmm. like, they've been bouncing around quite a bit. They have in been. recent years. Like I don't understand what's going on there. It's just been. Uh, it's they're a lot like Edmonton. Like you think back to our childhood. Like how many good Islanders teams has there been? Mm-hmm. Right. They've they've been a laughing stock for a long time. Whether it was you know like just. The Rangers consistently being better, the Devils, the Penguins, the Flyers, like they've 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 always kind of been that uh, in that old Atlantic division. They were always the fifth team. Yeah, yeah, all along. And so, for a team with a, such a rich history like that, it's really cool to see them finally getting back to respectability. Actually, uh, while we're on this series, I had yeah. one thing I saw Crosby said oh. today. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, it was pretty cliche, but I yep. just thought it was. Um, I think it was, he said something about. Um, how he has to be better and he needs to contribute for his team and all that. And like, I'm just thinking, like, dude, you've won three cups. Yeah. For that franchise. Yeah. Is for it the three? Penguins. It's three, right? Three cups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nine and then back to backs. Yeah. Two gold medals, like. I don't think you need to be saying that. I don't think you need to be better for the franchise. Like, maybe yeah. maybe you needed to have a better series, I guess. But, yeah. yeah, obviously a guy like that puts a ton of pressure on himself. And it's no for wonder sure. he's as good as he is. And that's, uh... yeah. yeah but... oh, here's, here's a quote. He said, personally, I've got to be better. I've got to find a way to produce and contribute and find a way to help us win. And I didn't do that. It's disappointing. Well said, baby. You can take your talents to the world championships now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure he'll probably want to rest up, though. Uh, moving out west, we are cruising here. We're doing good. This is awesome. So Calgary and Colorado, which is uh, what we find ourselves live viewing right now. Yeah, exactly. So this series, uh, these late games are tough, man. Like I work so early in the morning. It's oh my god, did he just smoke the post there, or did Smitty just lay out for another sprawler? Holy smokes, man! Wow. This uh, these are two pretty high flying teams, and they're going back the other way here. This is good hockey. So the Flames, uh, I've got the Flames picked to come out of the West this year. I've watched a few games this year. I'm that confident. I feel like Matt Kachuk is the guy to get them there. But all of a sudden, uh, not obviously solo. They've got obviously a ton of other good moving parts like the the 3M line of Backlund, well, Kachuk, and Michael Froelich. Great shutdown line. Their top line guys are amazing. Sick defense. The goal thing's probably the only question. But here they are, they're down 2-1 in the series. Like, what do you make of the Flames and Avalanche here? You know, this is going to make for some good podcasting because in February, yeah, I actually have a text from my buddy saying, mm-hmm. and I told him, Flames are going to lose first round. That's what you said? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, he called me an absolute idiot, a moron yeah. or whatever. So I screenshot because okay. I'm waiting for it to happen. Oh, yes. I'm, okay, good. I'm going to come back with those, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't like. They are a good team. I yeah. mean, you can't take that away from them. But like, I think it was mostly the goaltending that I just. Yeah, I'm not I a big. Really I'm not a big that, Mike Smith fan. No, and he's played really well actually. Yeah. Even the game that they lost, mm-hmm. uh, the last game they lost was, I mean, by, I think they gave up like fifty plus shots. Mm-hmm. Colorado looked unbelievable. They last are game. such a Jekyll and Hyde team, the Avalanche. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's if that top line is going. It's again there it's sort of similar to the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Uh they're well, way more top heavy than the Bruins, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean Nate McKinnon, that guy, like He is I remember watching them play the Jets near the end of the season. I think it was like game seventy eight or whatever game it was, and 
I Nate McKinnon is my guy in fantasy hockey. Oh, same here. Yeah, same he's my here, guy. Yeah. So a little biased, obviously, but getting the chance to see him four or five times a year, and you know, I I think I went to see the Avalanche this year. I'm pretty sure, and he is just so goddamn explosive. Yeah, it was like I would honestly call last year for him better. Yeah, he was. I would almost say quiet this year, but he had ninety seven or ninety nine points. points. Yeah. yeah, like he was. He's a freak. Yeah, he's an absolute freak. And he's only, like, 23, I think, or 24. He's not that old. He's yeah. not that old. And when Colorado was going through their lull a couple of years ago when they had, like, uh, one of the worst seasons in the in uh, recent history, it was like, what's wrong with McKinnon? What's wrong with Linus Cog, those guys, right? Right. And all of a sudden, Rantanen shows up, the big Finn, who might yeah. be, I mean, if not for Barkov, would be the best Finn in the league, right? For sure. Yeah. And yeah. so all of a sudden, he shows up. McKinnon is... Yeah, he is just... This team will go as far as he can carry them, I feel like. Oh, for sure. Rantanen's playing hurt. I feel like they've got a pretty good answer for uh, Matthew Kachuk and Gabe Laniscog with how hard he plays. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's... Uh, they also brought in the uh, Hobie Baker winner this yes. year to the lineup, scored his first goal in the playoffs, and yeah. that was the first Car, yeah, to ever score in their NHL debut in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah. How cool is that? And he was also the first Canadian to win the Hobie Baker. Really? Yeah, no Canadian has ever won. Wow. Yeah, so I thought that was really, really, really cool. Or, sorry, no Canadian defenseman, I believe. That, that is it. Because I think Paul Correa won it. Oh, okay. Pretty sure Yeah, I was going to say, because, like... Yeah, there's uh, been a few Canadians. I believe Hobie, it's... like, it just seems like America's all about their points, right? So yeah. it's, you know, highest score usually, or... Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, but... I remember a few years ago, was it... Uh, it would have been after his draft year, but Kyle Connor, as a rookie, I think he led the... Uh, I believe he led the whole conference in uh, goals and points that year. And Jimmy VC ended up winning the uh, Hobie yeah. Baker with like 30 less points. I mean, yeah. I, I don't watch that hockey, so yeah. I obviously couldn't judge. VC's not really. It just seems He's a good odd. player, but he's not really. Yeah. Like, he's not Kyle Connor. Yeah, Kyle Connor's pretty good. We're yeah. big, big fans of him here on the show. Yeah. Uh, so, Makar obviously is, uh, well, he made a difference in the first game. I don't know how much of a difference he'll make the rest of the series. I know Mac- Charlie McAvoy made his debut a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Yep. And yep. He did fine for Boston. Uh, I just think that Calgary's too deep of a team. They shouldn't lose this. But I think McKin- McKinnon, Rant, and Laniscog, the three of them together are better than, well, I, I don't know, man. They got good drove. Well, Monaghan, I feel like, is always hurt. So I don't know if he'll ever be 100%, you know. So I said that in February, obviously not knowing who Calgary yes. is playing, and it came playoff time, and I saw who they were playing, and I I still like I stand by it, like you yep. know I think Colorado is coming in hot. They're playing some good hockey at the end of the year there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I they gave uh, the Preds, I believe, last year a, a decent run. Yeah, they did. Hey, uh, I mean, in the I, first I, round I they won two games. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it was a two or if it was Maybe only one, one, but they were they were yeah. in every game. They were tight games, yeah. 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 So you know, I think they they're a good team, and that was for you, Brucey. Yeah, <laughs> that was for you, Brucey, for sure. And with the Avs, uh, I they're still, and I you know what, the Flames are kind of in their infancy as far as their uh, cup window, I think. So. Them coming out of the West is wishful thinking. I just love seeing the Saddle Dome rocking. For like, sure, the oldest barn in the sure. league. I think that I I. The whiteout I get excited about, but uh, just you know, memories of two thousand four Calgary going on that run. Yeah, I get so excited yeah, uh, when the Flames make the playoffs because great city. Yeah, uh, but respect city. for Calgary. The arena is a dump. <laughs> it is a dump. Yeah, but man, is it ever loud. Yeah. Uh, 
So, I mean, whoever comes out of this series, I'll, I'll be rooting for the rest of the way. For sure. For sure. Uh, we'll take a quick break here, and uh, we'll resume for the second half or, uh, sec- oh, you know, the last third of uh, the episode. Okay, we're back, and Derek's got uh, Derek just stumbled upon something pretty hilarious. Yeah, so. Tyler was in the washroom there, and I was uh, on the Instagram, and TSN posted this as fan at the game, cheering on Kale McCarr with Kale the... Is it a vegetable? Is it's a vegetable, guy's, yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's got a, I think you would call it a stalk of yeah, kale. Yeah, a bunch of kale, a stalk he's of kale. Waving it around. <laughs> and he's behind the goalie. Right behind the goalie. He sent this to Tim on his, his goalie Instagram. Oh, be, my God. I great got, for the goalie dance. I got, Yeah, I, I think it would be really great for the goalie dance. Adrian would really appreciate that. I'm going to be sure to show her that when I get home. I actually put kale in my smoothie every day. There you go. Yeah, so I'm a big kale, yeah. kale fan Kale myself. salad is great. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> moving on from that series, I think that's uh, that's the biggest maybe, news maybe today. Maybe Kale McCarr will sign that guy's Kale. Maybe, definitely. Well, he's going to have to change the spelling of his name to, yeah. uh, to a K. Maybe he'll do that. You know, it's a good, it's a superfood. It's very yeah. good for you. Makes me feel good. I eat it every day now. So, uh, moving on, Sharks in Vegas. So, again, late series. I haven't really had a lot of time to tune into this one. I don't yeah. know about you. Jets are on generally the same time when they're playing right. late, right? Yeah, I. it's more so just checking score updates for this one. But Yeah, pretty uh, much. And scoring hasn't, uh, you know, it's it's been a factor in this series. Oh, big time. <laughs> looking at, yeah, looking at the uh, Stone and Pacioretty and Stasny. Yeah, well, and even the first game, I mean, the roles are reversed, but the Sharks were yeah. all over them. Sharks were all over I them, I can't yeah. remember the final score, but I'm pretty sure. I think sure it was 5-2, pretty sure. Something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the wheels have completely fallen off the Sharks' defense. Martin Jones is a victim of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I know the coach, Pete DeBoer, has kind of been hard. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say he's been hard on his netminder, but, you know, when you need a save, you know, you're, you're going to ask for a save, you know, going to the media. Like, a lot of games the Sharks played this year. I don't know if it's just the loosey-goosey his, defense. His stats were, were terrible, weren't they, Martin Jones? He had, like, 35 wins, but his goals against was still under nine. Yeah. Which is, yeah. like, unheard of, man. Mm-hmm. You know, to have that kind of success. It kind of reminds me of the old, uh, not the old Capitals teams, but the Capitals teams in, like, the late 2000s, before 2010, when the, with how many goals they scored. Or maybe the Buffalo Sabres, they would score yeah. so many goals, but Ryan Miller's stats were way up near the top, or whoever the Caps goalie was at the time. Jose Taylor, I think it was. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of reminds me of his stats when he was yeah. with the Caps a little bit. And so Martin Jones... Uh, I believe he got the the hook in game. Three. Where is that series at? It's four. Yeah, Knights are up three one. So he ends up getting the hook, and Aaron Dell has got to come in and mop up, and he doesn't fare much better. So, what are the Sharks going to have to do to claw back into the series? I had the Sharks winning it. I thought they were going to avenge this whole Vegas thing after losing to them last year. What are, What are your thoughts on this series? Like, holy smoke! Uh, I I have Vegas going back to the. Uh conference finals oh yeah uh, i don't know if they'll be in the cup final again but i had conference finals yeah. so i i had them pegged uh, i just think they're i mean i don't really think last year is a fluke no uh, it was nothing against the sharks i just think vegas is, is stacked like yeah. especially with their additions this year so mm-hmm. which is you could make the same argument about the sharks as well grabbing eric carlson yeah. and goose nyquist right from the the red wings you know him oh for sure yeah, yeah. no i i actually really like that that Nyquist pickup and yeah. 
you know what, you can add as much talent as you want, but sometimes it's just the pieces have to fall together. And yeah, yeah, clearly, good clearly that worked out with, with the Knights there um, last year. Yeah. And it, they added all the talent in this year. And I think it was, uh, it took a bit of patience with them, but mm-hmm. their, their top line is finally clicking now. And yeah. And it's clear that they've they've got the right people involved. Obviously, scouting players. Obviously, looking for you know people that aren't just you know good players. They're you know good people, good good guys in the room, stuff like that. For sure. A lot of the stuff that you know two Joes like us obviously, you know, have a tough time commenting on or understanding, yeah. right? But I know the Winnipeg Jets. When it comes to them and Chevy, like they're not just dra- like when they draft guys like Lowry and Morrissey and players like that, like those are two guys that were the WHL scholastic players of the year. Like the Jets are drafting good people, right? Yeah. And I feel like a guy like Kelly McCrimmon knows what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. he's had success in Brandon for a number of years. Uh, George McPhee, uh, obviously, I mean, they had a whole year to do their homework on these players, right? Yeah. I just well, think that Vegas... Further to your point, like, yeah. look where they are. I, I've been to Vegas. It's a yeah. hell of a time. and It's a great, it's and, a really great place. Yeah, so you know what? Uh, <laughs> I've been there as well. You better be doing your character background checks when mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, you're recruiting players to that team because, like I said, they have to be professional. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah they, they have to be. And, and so... Uh, to move away from the series a little bit, you went to Vegas. When did you go? I didn't know you went. Did it, I know? Uh, yeah, you did. We okay, uh, sorry. We had gone last year. I'm such a homer. I went to a Jets game there. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was yeah. With, uh, with Scott Bruce. Bruce Yeah, it's for Luke Bogertz's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. This was last November. Nice. Yeah. That's Saw a... Truba wander down the street. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was. You definitely <laughs> did tell me that story. That's yeah. a that's a wonderful place. I I can't even believe a place like that exists. It's nuts. Yeah. So yeah, again, like I, I just think Vegas that team Stone has been off the charts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I was gonna touch on that a little bit more when we get to the Jets, but yeah, no, uh, that's, that's fair. And that that guy was quite the pickup at the deadline, and it was. You it lock was. him in too, like it's I think one of Kelly McCrimmon's guys too. That that contract that they signed, like. Oh my god! I, if the cap continues to rise a little bit each year, that is going to be an absolute steal. Absolute steal of a deal. What yeah. did they get him for? Like eight mil, something like that. I can't remember what it was. It's it's eight close or nine. to that. Yeah. Yeah. He it's uh in between. Yeah. He 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 car- I don't want to say he carried that Ottawa team for a long time because Carlson was there and they had some very good pieces. Um, Stone is just. He's just so smart. You know he's. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like I just, I could compliment the guy all day. He's just an amazing player. He's, uh, he's they fr- actually just announced he's up for the Selkie too. And he should be. I mean, yeah. he leads the league in takeaways every year, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he's not the quickest guy, and that was always kind no. of had been his his uh, downfall. And in a league that keeps getting faster, like this guy keeps getting better. Yeah. Like it really go it, it uh, goes to show what kind of a brain is. Uh, yeah. You know, well, you can tell that, that about him. Like, I think when he played in the World Juniors there. They're knocking his skating a little bit, but he was still putting up a ton of points. And yeah. I mean, he just knows where to be. He's a heck of a, he's a, heck of a good player. Shot. Hey, uh, you know, credit to his old man who was played against <laughs> the other day, Ro- uh, Robbie Stone. Yeah. Oh man, he was hacking me all over the ice. <laughs> you know, I don't know uh, if Mark paid attention to those uh, pointers from his old man, but uh, with all due respect to Rob, he's a uh, he he is. You can tell he's he's getting up there. I don't. I'm not gonna say how old he is because I don't know. But uh, you can tell that he's got a brain for the game too, and he is hard on his uh, teammates. You hear him yeah. yelling all over the ice. 
And it was kind of funny. Tough love. Tough love. Some tough love. And <laughs> I actually, uh, he was hooking me like crazy, like I just said. And uh, Does he listen to this, sir? Uh, you know what? No, but I'm going to tell him I talked about this him. This is like hopefully, some mind games here? Well, hopefully this could maybe lead to us getting Mark and Mike on the, uh, Mark and yeah. Mike Stone on the show. But <laughs> so he's hacking me. And he gets me like right in the ribs, eh? And I uh, and I turn around I'm like, oh my god, are you gonna keep doing this all game? And he, he just gives me this dirty look, eh? Because he's just a grumpy old guy, and I I love him. I think he's great. And <laughs> and then we're in the handshake line, and he, he said something along the lines of, he grabs my hand, he goes, hey, did that hurt you? <laughs> I said, no. He goes, and he just looked away, and that was it. Like he he just made his presence felt like a, yeah. a rub stone. He's just, he's hilarious. I love him. <laughs> it's funny how this whole conversation leads to that, but uh, that's why we enjoy the, doing this on the podcast. The Ryan Reeves and Evander Kane thing. You see the, uh, the, the quotes yeah, from that? Yeah, I, I saw the quotes. I, I didn't see the fight live, but... I, I yeah, mean, it was like, okay. Props to Kane. Yeah, props <laughs> I mean, to Kane. A, that's a scary man. It's gutsy. Yeah, it is definitely but, gutsy. Yeah, I mean, Kane's held his own in, in some fights... Prior, I don't think he's fought a guy like Ryan no. Reeves, but have you seen him knock out Matt Cook? You ever see him I've fight seen Matt that, Cook? Yeah, oh yeah. my god! Um, <laughs> Speaking of vicious fighting, yeah. Again, it's it's it kind of ties back to a little bit of the Cadre stuff, and mm-hmm. I think I touched on a bit with Oveshkin, but you know, like Kane, you can score. Like, what are you doing? You, you don't need to do. You know, that. you should be focusing on putting the puck in the net, not mm-hmm. messing with their. Agitator, I guess, yeah, is that agitator, what you call yeah. Reeves? Like, I guess that's what you would call him, yeah. yeah. I just feel like, well, it's a Vander Kane being a Vander Kane too, as far yeah, as like the selfish, going to the me- going to the media, you know, m- making it about. I don't want to say making it about him, but like nothing really needs to be said after the fact. Like your yeah, team it's, is. It's funny, like him saying that Reeves should give uh, Vince McMahon a call mm-hmm. and uh, be part of the WWE and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's just like, dude, this is why. This is why your team is is, literally getting your ass handed to you. This is why your teammates didn't like you in Winnipeg. Yeah. Right. And the fans even knew that. Right. We knew that. Exactly. Yeah. Which is crazy. You know, that's kind of stuff should never be known, but it's just, you know, this is the type of guy he is, whatever he fits in in San Jose, but things don't seem to be going too well there right now. I just, I don't see him as a winner. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely can agree with you. We've touched a lot on Vegas, but the thing to be said about San Jose is I think change is coming. Yeah. Uh, if, especially if they lose, and I I don't see Carlson sticking around there. No. I think he 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 had a down year. I think he's been kind of hurt and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it just seems like he needs to be the guy. Yeah. Somewhere and yep. Brent Burns. It's still the Brent Burns show. It's the, the Brent Burns show so there. Yeah. It's it, it was a it was a cool it was a cool uh, adventure for him I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. You know, maybe he gets that opportunity in Vegas. Who knows? Maybe Vegas yeah. goes and gets him. Like my God, you <laughs> they've know? been trying for so long. Right? Yeah, and I mean Stoney's but... there. You never know. Yeah. You never know. And so yeah, finally on that series, yeah, we don't really need to touch on that. I think Vegas has probably got this one wrapped. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Nashville, Dallas, kind of the forgotten series for me. I don't know. What I, you know, I took a look that. at your notes. I saw that, and yeah, I actually have enjoyed this one the most. You have, eh? Uh, I mean, it's every game has just been really exciting hockey, and mm-hmm. it it's this might sound weird, but I actually really like Chris Cuthbert. I don't know why. Oh, okay, dude, Chris Cuthbert is 
if not for Bob Cole, would be like I would have Chris Cuthbert narrate my life. Yeah, you the know? guy is just like, he's amazing. Full of energy, and like, yeah. you look at him like when you see him, it's like I would not expect that to be like what oh, he yeah. like. And he's yeah. just he calls he CFL games, him. he calls NHL yeah. games. Jamie Ben, baby Ben, <laughs> <laughs> save by Rene, game saver. Yeah, yeah. So. The way the the look on your face, I thought you were gonna disagree. No, 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 no. Oh, I was so excited you brought that up. Chris Cuthbert has been one of my favorites for a long time. You can ask Timmy, Don, any person that I know. I love Chris Cuthbert. Chris Cuthbert. Get him EA Sports if you're listening. Get that guy on the video game. Oh yeah, dude. (laughs) Wow, I'm I'm so pumped that you brought that up because I fucking love Chris Cuthbert, dude. Yeah, we're giving him some love. Cuthbert deserves it. He's very underrated, and it's nice. I've got Game Center, so I've been able. I actually watched. The game when the other night when Craig Smith scored in overtime and he oh, called yeah. that goal. Yeah. 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 He's he's a stud. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. So it's kind of the forgotten series. I've I've tuned in here and there. It's kind of how it how it rolls for Plastic. Yeah. Right? I, I really enjoyed game one. Watch. I showed I sent you a dip some like little highlights and clips there. Yeah. Like some of the dangles and stuff. Oh that. yeah. So, it's yeah. uh I don't know if it's the camera angle in Dallas or what it is, but everything just seems to happen at such high speeds for in that sure. rink. Yeah. It's not just me. Like No. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm not too sure if it's the players, what it is, but yeah, they just they seem like a very quick, fast team. Yeah. They match Nashville really well. Yeah, you know, I actually I have kind of a personal investment in this series just because oh. I went I went uh, hard on, on Nashville. Mm-hmm. I, I took a lot of their players in my pools and whatnot, so... Mm-hmm. I'm kind of banking on them, so yep. yeah, I have personal, personal interest in this one. Mm-hmm. Tonight did not go so well for them. No, they, uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't Got go kicked. too good. There was 4 nothing uh, at the end of the first Early, period, I believe. Yeah. yeah, Dallas ends up tying the series, which yeah. is uh, great news for the, the teams in, the, well, the two teams, St. Louis and Winnipeg. Right, because yep. they're obviously going to beat up on each other pretty bad. They got a hope for a long series in the other one, right? Yeah, they uh, they flipped out Pekka. Too yeah, well, they did, eh? Today. Soros yeah. came in. That, that happened last year, did it not? I, Against the Jets? I believe, yeah, it happened multiple yeah. times last year. I think Pekka yeah. got pulled probably about four times in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Ran mm-hmm. on track. Yeah, is that? Hang on, is that Brady Kachuk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watching his bro. <laughs> oh, God, he is one handsome fella. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh yeah so dallas for me i'm i've kind of there was a bit of a shift this year in the nhl and so teams that dominated last year and i talked about this i think i talked about this a little bit on the last episode but winnipeg nashville uh that style of hockey seemed to have been figured out this year mm-hmm. by teams like dallas columbus and the islanders for sure now with columbus and new york the, with their defensive style, I mean Dallas. I think Bishop had a goals against under two this year. Do you think Dallas could be mentioned in the same breath as those two teams? Like, are they? Could they actually upset the Predators here? Is is that an upset? I, I guess thought so. you were crazy at this at the start of the playoffs, but I mean they're showing they belong for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the talent too. They have the you know like they. Their first time they have Sagan and Ben. Yeah. Which I know they got called out earlier in the year, but Sagan is <laughs> yeah, really by their Sagan's owner looked, or whatever, yeah. Sagan's looked really good. Sagan's been good, yeah. He gave three um, points the other night, yeah. And I mean you got Radulov clipping along too. Radulov is just I love see I I'm not a big fan of the guy, but I just love seeing him score. 
He is yeah. so intense, man. He just loves he's that, it. He's got that hockey smile too. Yeah. Oh, no yeah. teeth on him. Yeah. Oh yes. And then yeah. of course they've got guys like Klingberg and uh, Miro Heiskanen who yeah. who looks amazing. Yeah, they you know? they have sort of like. I I was looking at their roster before the show today, and like, yeah. just some of the guys was like he plays there. <laughs> Spets is still kicking around. Spets, and, yeah, checking along on the third fourth line wherever hell Spets is playing. But yeah, no, like you said that I mean. You kind of have to mention them in that same mm-hmm. breath because they're, they're clipping along just fine with Nashville. And up until last year, when they were, uh, when they lost, no, when they lost, they missed the playoffs last year, I believe. Did they? Yeah. Yes, and so last year, I believe a lot of people had projected them because they went out and got Radulov. They went out and got. Uh, they have uh, Marty Hansel too. Hansel. They went out and got yeah, who's been has had a tough time. Who knows? Yeah. If we'll see him again. Yeah. They went out and got Bishop, I believe, last year. I think that was his first year there. Yeah. 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 And so they were projected to, you know, potentially win the division last year. For sure. And so I think we're finally seeing that Dallas team. They needed a a change in personnel as far as head coach goes. They're not the same offensive run-and-gun Dallas Stars that we've been used to over the last few years. No. They've tightened up big time. Frustrating team. And... Another thing that I found ridiculous was that Nashville's power play is the 31st ranked power play in the league. Yeah, and that's... I Look at this shirt, sorry. The Rat King. So Brady Kachuk's wearing, for those of you who don't see this, he's wearing a shirt of his brother, the Rat King. <laughs> oh my god. That was amazing. Matthew Kachuk's friendship tour. Friendship tour? <laughs> I gotta get one of those shirts, that's hilarious. I wish, we, I wish I could hear this right now, but we won't turn it on. Um, I guess, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm not too sure where you're at there. I kind of got distracted, but... Oh, it's hard not to. Yeah. It's it... ridiculous. <laughs> what he a... does not look like a hockey player. No, he doesn't. Yeah. What, an, what a ridiculous family. Like, these these guys. They're just, they're the, they're the funniest. The Kachucks just, they crack me up. They really yeah. do. I mean, um, we're not... We're talking about playoffs, so Ottawa's not going to get any love. But yeah. that whole situation worked out for them. <laughs> it, 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 oh my God, like, we'll touch on that at the end. Yeah, but. we will. We will absolutely. And yeah. uh, we were talking a little bit about their power play. I mean, it's a real testament to how good they are at even strength. Imagine if their power play is clicking. Maybe that's the key for Nashville. Get yeah. That power play. I mean, like, how? Like, with the defense that they have. Oh, their defense is insane. Yeah. But I think kind of their, their Achilles heel is... I mean, I would say secondary scoring. Uh, I mean, their first line isn't putting up any points in the series. Kyle Turris, where are you at? Yeah, Kyle Turris. Uh, calling you out. They, I mean, they brought in Wayne Simmons, <laughs> Mikhail Granlund. Granlund, yeah. That was a, I thought that was a nice pickup yeah, with yeah. Granlund. Simmons yeah. and uh, Brian Boyle are hurt. But, yeah, yeah they got... They got some some kids there like Kelly Arncroft. Um, yeah. Oh, he was a Red Wing, was he not? Yeah, that's yeah. I know him. Yeah. Um, hmm Craig Craig Smith, like you said, yes, he's like he's he's been around. Like yeah, he's like he's a perennial start, twenty twenty five. Yeah, he's guy. gotta start contributing. I know yep. he, he said he scored the OT goal there, but mm-hmm. yeah, they need some consistency. Uh, their depth is yeah, like their depth is being tested here at forward. They've got uh, Forsberg and Arvidsson, who yeah. are Forsberg is he's uh, a human highlight reel. Yeah, he's insane. Yep, super talented. He's such a treat to watch. The same with Arvidsson, man. They're they're yeah. they're awesome. They just they. Nashville needs to get going. They need the consistent goaltending. Yeah. I think Rene has uh, let them down uh, multiple times. And, 
yeah, that could be. I think this very well could be a factor if ben, if Bishop continues to outplay uh, outplay Rene. Maybe Rene yeah. doesn't even get the next start. Maybe they finally hand the keys to Saros here. Yeah, Rene's thirty six. So I I would say I I think Nashville still still wins. Yeah. Um, I had Nashville versus Vegas in mm-hmm. the conference final, but okay. I think this is a good segue because I think that the winner of this series is kind of doomed to who they're about to play. What that was, you know what. I can't even, uh, I can't even coach that good of a segue. Well done, yeah. St. Louis and Winnipeg. Yeah. Well done, man. A lot, man. Of, a lot of people be interested in this one. Oh man! And the game last night. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was one hundred percent the best game I watched all season long. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with that all was the, the best well, I've seen Winnipeg play. That was the sure. best they've seen them play all year. Kind of remind me a little bit about Winnipeg last year, like mm-hmm. just the this periods of domination from the the Wheeler Shifley line with yeah. Connor. Uh, Connor ends up getting the game winning goal. Uh to kind of wind things back to uh I, I of course I got to bring myself into this. I had the chance to wander down there for game 2. I was there as well actually. Were you for game 2? Yeah. 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 Oh, awesome. No, great. I didn't know that. Uh got a chance to experience the whiteout party for the first time. Yeah, I, had, I hadn't insane. seen that. Do you uh, you got in there for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. That was uh that was really, really cool. And then once we got up into the rink and got a chance to look down at the White Oak Party, like from up top there, oh, yeah, the upper, yeah. upper bowl, I was yeah. just like, oh my God, there is, that is so cramped in there. There's so many people. Mm-hmm. Like this city is just nuts. It's it's just nuts. And inside, I just, uh, somebody told me, uh, uh, I got to bring this up. So somebody told me that uh, there's a guy with a sign outside, uh, Jordan Bennington. I don't know if you had the chance to see the sign. And no. it simply just read, uh, Bennington eats his cereal with a fork. Oh. And so I'm very curious if that's the same guy no. at last year. What, you, what guy last year? There was a guy, uh, when the Jets were playing Minnesota, there was a sign that said Dubnik sits when he pees. Okay, so that guy, Yeah, I, he's actually like a buddy of mine. He really? plays slow pitch baseball on my team and stuff. Oh, and he, he lost that. He got on the spitting chiclets yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you'll have to ask him if he made the same the cereal or the sports. He sign. probably did because he's yeah, he's hilarious. Great guy. <laughs> I love it. It's passive aggressive. Yeah. Like it's just it's so funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it made the national broadcast last year. It was like they're showing the you know how they show like Maple Leaf Square and then they show Oh for sure. Yeah, yeah. and it no, was Dubin sits when he pees, right? Yeah. And like you said it made spin chicklets. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it was that guy. Shout out to him. I'd love to talk to him actually. So, yeah, sure. I'll I'll set that up. <laughs> that, and, uh, that'd be a great he's yeah, he's hilarious. Great guy. Yeah. Um yeah, I forgot what I was gonna say. No, no, that's <laughs> totally fine. We'll uh we'll keep it rolling here. So obviously the road team has had the advantage here. For whatever reason. It's just the way it goes. Uh, if you were in the, if you were in their shoes, home or away, like what would you prefer at this point? Like well, the way I, the I series know. is gone, like would you be excited to be coming home for Game Five here if you're Winnipeg, or would you uh, rather just? Yeah, I, I mean, I I think it's hard to turn down playing in front of a crowd that's screaming for you. Uh-huh. Um, I, like I said, that they're humans, so yeah. that definitely yep. gets you jacked up. Yep. Um, I know, like, there's all the things that go into, like, being on the road, being away from, like, you know, family life and everything, and sometimes you mm-hmm. tune out some of the distractions, so it can yeah. be an advantage in that way, but mm-hmm. despite what's happened, I think, I mean, you play for home ice advantage for a reason, right? So, yes. Yeah, yeah, you guys would way rather have home ice, yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's the same in the, you know, the Major League Baseball. They have the All-Star game, and that's one of the... Uh, is that not one of the deciding yeah. factors? Whoever wins the All-Star game yeah. gets home, home field yeah. for the finals? Yeah. Yeah, for the World Series. I'm sorry for all the baseball nerds out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with them trading leads back and forth in the series, because it's been this is has been as even as a series as we've seen so far. I mean, obviously we've been you know more invested in this one than the others. Uh, is Winnipeg's depth beginning to show? I would say for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know you Speed, see depth. That uh, that Lowry, Tanev, and Coughlin. Yeah, uh, they're kind of becoming sort of that X factor for the Jets. They are. Yeah. There was times where they had that. Oh, Tanev had a huge breakaway where he had that I wicked chance, that, yeah. and that uh, Cop at at Cop has really, really impressed me, man. Yeah, he's turned yeah. into like he is an absolute dominant player along the walls. For, For sure. not a guy that's not very big, he's so strong. He's just been a treat to watch, and even Par Lindholm, uh, who they picked up for Nick Batan, had a little yeah, uh, yeah. two game. You know, if the Jets win the cup now, you know he gets his name on the cup. He's played a few games. I thought he played fairly well too. Yeah, this is, uh, even in game two, I was with uh, my uncle Al there. Oh, the two of you guys went? Yeah, and yep. he was saying that, like, how St. Louis played in game two, like, it, it reminded him a lot of how Winnipeg was playing last year. Yeah. Like, just the style. Like, yep. these two teams match up basically the same. And yeah. I think, like, Winnipeg is almost, they got away from their game a little bit, I think, in mm-hmm. those first two games. Like, Second half, of the year, second half of the year too right it yeah, was kind of the story getting, of the season getting too cute i think they just almost just need to keep it a bit more simple but mm-hmm. yeah yeah no like if they play like, if the jets play like they did uh in game four there uh, i don't want to say that they'll be like a lock or anything like that but yeah and the difficult thing too is like you say like if they play like they did in game four you know they could potentially win the series the hard part is is that was a zero zero game going into the third period, right? Yeah. So really it's and it wasn't even the team that struck first in the game, which is the crazy part. The Jets were resilient. They hung on. They mm-hmm. uh one one thing I was very critical about the Jets oh, Calgary just scored again. Two nothing. One thing I was very critical about the Jets uh this year on was the fact that they couldn't get games to overtime. They would continually blow games in the last five minutes, right? True. And so for them to do that, go in, get a game, win a game that they absolutely needed to win, I just thought that that was such a big moment for that team. It honestly could be the turning point of their season. What for could, sure. What could get them back to being the uh, dominant team that they were last year? Yeah. You know, which, who potentially could be the best Jets team we ever see if this series doesn't go t- the way it, you know we hope. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to, uh, well... To, to the crease, Jordan Bennington. So, I don't know. He's he's looked pretty good at this for the, for the most part in this series. The Jets seem to have solved him. I just want to know what your thoughts on him. Um. Well, I've actually, I mean, I think in the broadcast and stuff, a lot of them have been mentioning, like, you know, like he should be up for the Calder. Like, yeah. yeah. He's the reason that they got there. There's, he's 100% the reason why they're in. Uh. Yeah, that team, like you said, they're in, I think they're in last place and... Yeah, last place in mid-December they were sitting in last. Yeah, so January they brought in Barube, and then not long after they handed the keys to Bennington. Yeah, yeah. Now Jake, shaky Jakey is uh, doing <laughs> his thing here, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's it looks like he's he's here to stay. I think he's stolen the job, and he has. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he's the real deal. I, he's yeah. made a lot of big saves this series. I mean, mm-hmm. some of them you could kind of say are lucky, but you got to be good to be lucky, right? So Definitely, and I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit just because, I mean, he's playing on the opposition. I, I do not wish him any success right now. <laughs> and so you remember the name Andrew Hammond in Ottawa? Mm-hmm. You remember Patrick Levine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, so those are guys that, you know, burst onto the scene, had pretty good... Uh, Flash in the pan kind of thing, right? Yeah, flash in the pan, right? Steve Mason. Uh, well, Steve Mason ended up with a pretty good career, but uh, never ended up coming close to his rookie numbers, right? True. And so I think of those guys when I think of Jordan Bennington. Nobody's really got the book on him, you know? I mean, the I shouldn't say nobody really has the book on him because they obviously do their homework in the NHL. Oh, my God, I thought Smith made that rollover save, but nope, he did, he did not. Colorado was on the board here, folks. I just think that... In St. Louis, it looks like they've gotten back to that, like, style that they've been playing, or they had been playing, say, like, four or five years prior when Brian Elliott was posting goals against of, like, 1.7, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, I feel like he's a product of the team that's in front of him. Yeah, no, that's Very it's much. definitely hard to argue that. Yeah. Um, it's time will tell kind of thing, but, yep. I mean, I think of a guy like Cam Ward. He had a good career after, yep. uh, Winning first, the Stanley again, Cup, yeah. first in the season. Yep. Not to say that. Yep. Benedict's going to win a cup here. But, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Goal. <laughs> That's right, eh? Um, one thing I've also noticed, like, to kind of touch on the team defense is how many shots Petrangelo and uh, Colton Pareko, guys like that, have been. Uh, Joel Edmondson has been a force. Like, that team yeah. really has an underrated defense. Vince Dunn's kind of come out of nowhere this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Jay Bomeister's kind of... Uh, Re, you know, he earned himself a new contract. Yeah, yeah re earned himself a new contract this year, and so they're uh they're uh we were talking about Winnipeg's depth, but I think St. Louis, you know, you got to give them a little more credit. That's a no. pretty well put together team, right? Petro, it's unfortunate that the Norris is such a a numbers kind of trophy. Yes, but that guy like he does so much stuff for that. Team. He's so the heart and soul. Stuff. He's wearing the C for a reason. Like, yep. He's good. We're seeing it firsthand here. You kind of forget how good that guy is. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a really good point to bring that up too. Uh, Patrick Line would be the last guy I want to talk about yeah. here, and so he's been heavily criticized. He's probably had one of the most criticized thirty goal seasons of all time for sure. <laughs> at yeah. least, I at mean, least here, it comes with kind of how he was scoring them though. It was very yeah. streaky, but it comes with how he wears himself on the ice. You know, yeah. Like, and uh, just to see him, you know, get out there, score in the first game. And then, of course, he's picked up, uh, I don't think he scored in the fourth game, but he's got three goals in four games. Yeah. To see a guy like that, you know, all of a sudden finding a stride, I don't think it's a fluke with him. I no. think that the bigger the game, the better he plays. We've seen it in the World Championships, yeah. World Juniors. I think he was a World Championship MVP back in 2016. The reason I know that was because I was off work because my son was born. No. That's right, and so yeah. I got a chance to watch the World Championships for like the first time ever, and he was insane. He was yeah. so fucking oh. good. And so, really, really happy for him. That's, I mean, the Jets need him. So I badly, mean, yeah. Yeah, your first time, like, can dominate, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing teams that have depth, too, so. Yeah, a lot of depth. And I think for the Jets, you talk about Line A getting it done. Mm-hmm. Flip it over to a guy who's not Nikolai Ehlers. Mm-hmm. He's he's looked good. He's had he's had some, some looks and everything. Ehlers, yeah. yeah, he hasn't scored a playoff goal. No, 
Yeah, last year, what was it, 19 games or something like mm-hmm. that? And then he had six assists. And I think that when it comes down to crunch time this year and they're going to be working out Liney and Connor's contracts, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but Ehlers might be the guy that goes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hinting at this earlier when we were talking about Vegas, but when they're talking about the Mark Stone deals. Yes. I would think he would be a piece that... Ottawa would maybe be seeking. Yeah, I would have been um, surprised. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, they weren't I mean, prepared to do that. If I was in the Jets, and that was the asking price, plus obviously picks and whatnot, right? I'd say yes in a heartbeat. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely would have myself. I've been very kind of critical of Ehlers. He, yeah. I feel like I get more mad at him than anybody else <laughs> watching the, the games, way. right? And I yeah. love him. I love how. You know, expressive he is on the ice and everything about him, I just, I absolutely love. But I just, I find myself just like cursing his name yeah, all the I time. Yeah, I just find he's, he's almost like, it seems like he's just too fast for his own good sometimes. I yeah. feel like he skates himself into the corner a lot. A lot of times. Hangs on to the puck a little bit too long. Yeah. 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 Because he can kind of thing, right? But yeah, if, uh, not to say that Ottawa would have accepted some type of deal surrounding him, I don't know what their thoughts on yeah, him are, but where like if, at, yeah. if the Jets happen to have not taken Stone because they didn't want to let go of him, I, mm-hmm. I think it'd yeah. be a huge mistake. I, I, definitely, I definitely agree. But uh, obviously some money would have to be worked out after that, but... Mm-hmm. Kind of worry about that later if that yeah. is yeah exactly yeah. we'll worry about that later is there any uh is there anything else you want to touch on when it comes to Winnipeg St Louis here where do you how do you think this one's gonna shake down maybe prediction isn't good the one like I I'm not a Jets homer like I'm yeah. Red Wings till I die so I mean I don't really <laughs> I have a that. huge emotional interest yeah, but yeah yeah from a, a even a non biased perspective I do mm-hmm. think Winnipeg's gonna get this done yeah. Um, it's I think, amazing what can change with I one think OT goal. After you go down two nothing at home and you you get back in the series two two, you carry that momentum. You home, carry, like, yep. But yeah, one one guy that I just do not like for the Jets is Matthew Perot. I they need to keep that guy off the ice because oh he the took penalties, a man, there, yeah. the penalties, and then he argues it, and it's just like, yeah. nah, dude, that was definitely uh definitely a trip, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you you got to move your feet, old man. I shouldn't yeah. call him old man because he's not much older than me, but. <laughs> yeah he's been a little bit frustrating at times this year so we'll see sure. uh, what happens with him uh we'll take a quick break here i'm gonna say winnipeg in seven yeah you know i i, I hate to pick the same thing but i think it is yeah. a seven game series it's almost inevitable going the distance and it's, yeah, yeah i think winnipeg will get it done so. i hope so too man we'll take a quick break here and we'll uh hit the, the birthdays which is usually timmy's segment but hey timmy you're not here so uh, blanche is taking over <laughs> All right, birthdays. Sorry, Timmy. Yeah. Uh, taking over here. Uh, we got <laughs> April 17th, which is Wednesday. So, listeners, yep. this will be the day prior. Uh, who do we got here? Uh, speaking of the Blues, while we're at it, uh, Eric Brewer. Eric Brewer. He he played for New York yes. Islanders, Edmonton, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, Anaheim, and Toronto. Former gold medal winner at the 2002 yep. Winter Olympics with Team Canada. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Another blue, he actually has a ton of teams on here. Brad Boys. <laughs> Brad Boys. Brad Boys. What you gonna do yeah. when the Leafs trade you? <laughs> Brad Boys. Brad Boys. Yeah, he's got a ton of teams. I'm not even gonna list them. Sharks, Bruins, uh, Panthers, Leafs. Uh, that's what I got. Sharks, Bruins, 
Blues, Sabres, Blues. Islanders, Panthers, Leafs. Wow. Yeah. I kind of forgot. He was a blue for a long time. Okay, I kind of yeah. forgot about that. Interesting. Wow. Happy birthday, Boise. Yeah. Uh, for New Jersey Devils here, a little yeah. devil flavor. Ken Danico. Oh, boy. So I've got this problem with Ken Danico. I absolutely love everything he did for the Devils. <laughs> amazing, amazing defenseman. You know, great leader, everything. Three Stanley Cups. Numbers retired, hanging in the rafters. I've got game center. And so, I didn't watch a lot of Devils games this year because, obviously, they're not very good. So, yeah. it's well, it's a tough watch right now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what it's like being a Red Wings fan. It's a tough watch. Yeah. Um, Danico does the color for the Devils uh, local broadcast, and I cannot stand the sound of his voice. And it's just, oh, I, 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 and you know what? Their, their color commentator before Danico was Chico Resch. Okay. And Chico Resch was as big as a Homer broadcaster oh, you could find. All the American ones are. It's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> it's, and I mean, maybe the Americans would say the same about Dennis Bayak doing a mm-hmm. jet game or something like that, yeah. right? Because, you know, he can go Homer once in a while. But, like, just the sound of Danico's voice. And I feel like a bad person <laughs> because I hate it so much. But, like, I can't listen to Ken Danico. Yeah. But happy birthday to you, Dano. <laughs> As a Red Wing, we got Mickey Redman, and he's old and hilarious. I, you know what? Yeah. I like the the Red Wings broadcasters. Yeah. It's like two old guys. Is They're it good, not? yeah. <clears throat> Chris Osgood sits in once in a while, doesn't he? Uh, he's sort of like, like their the in-between guy. guy. Intermission yeah. guy, yeah. He's yeah. good. I like Ozzy. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, so sorry, Dano, but happy um, birthday anyway. <laughs> Paul Pavel Bushnevich. Okay. Current, current Ranger. Yeah, current Ranger. Uh, born in 95. Boo, Rangers. Got Chuck Kobasu. Wow. Former, I remember he was around for the Flames runs. He was like a former first-round draft pick. Was he? Kobasu, yeah. yeah. Minnesota yeah. Wild he played for, I think. Is it? He played Calgary, Boston, Mini, Colorado, yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was around for a long time. Wow. Yeah. I've heard they Chuck. Uh, we've been doing a lot of hating on the Leafs. Uh, this yeah. guy, I he was before our time. Okay. But I know he's a legendary Leaf. I think he played for Red Wings, too. I don't know how much. Oh. But Borge... Salming, Boris Salming, yeah, I've yeah. I've heard from uh, multiple people that I got a chance to watch him. Like he yeah. was the Lindstrom of his era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on some bad Leaf teams too at the time. Yeah, for sure. Borja, um, Borja Salming, I think that's how you say his name. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Last but not least, a uh, little bit of a Red Wing here. Okay. Uh, a newer one, uh, Michael Rasmussen. Oh yes, our our first overall pick uh, a couple years ago there. Ah, uh, okay. I actually, uh, Rasmussen, yeah, that was what, like two years ago or something like that? Yeah, he was the year before Zadina. Actually, I I love the birthday segment because I love just like chiming in a little bit about each player. But uh, Rasmussen, so I started this hockey card collection for my little guy. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is great. I, I really wanted to do that. Actually, that was something that... I still have mine for my dad doing that. Exactly. Yeah. And so, which is what I was going to bring up too, was that... I still have a box of cards that your dad bought me. I don't know. It must have been like my eighth or ninth birthday. But okay. Like, those cards are literally the reason why I know yeah. stats so well is just yeah. from like... Well, you would have been the easiest nephew or family member to purchase for. Anything I'm hockey, pre- you're good. I'm pretty sure your dad, your parents just bought me Moose Puckbacks. Moose Puckbacks, yeah. Moose Puckbacks, World Junior. I remember going to World Juniors one year yeah. with your, with your yeah. dad. I think I went with him. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I was only like 10 years old. Yeah. But... Uh, Mike Rasmussen, so I started the uh, the card collection, and of course, 
uh, and get doubles of a Mike Rasmussen rookie card. So I'll hook you up. I'll give you one. Sure. Yeah. You know, there you go. I think he's he's gonna be a good player. Actually, he he's is not gonna be the guy. He's you know going end to end scoring goals, yeah. but power play, good net front guy, mm-hmm. big guy, good hands. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so that kind of led me into something I wanted to ask you about. Yeah, for sure. He was, you know, our ninth overall pick there last year, a okay. first rounder. Okay. Speaking of first rounders, you got a big one coming up. Yeah, the Devils won the draft lottery. Uh, How does it feel? That was. Did I talk about that last episode? I no, guess I you, didn't. It was prior to the lottery. I just listened. And, okay. You know, you were talking about the chances and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, and how Crossing much a team like Detroit or what uh, New Jersey could use, mm-hmm. you know, a player that impactful. And so, while I haven't watched a ton of Jack Hughes just in the World Juniors last year, that's all I really know about the guy. Uh, amazing for the Devils. Absolutely yeah. amazing because I can't think of too many teams that would need him more other than maybe a team like Detroit. Ottawa yeah. would, you know, like, well, well, oops, you traded your first round pick. Like, thank God for Ottawa, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't, uh, <laughs> they did, Colorado didn't end up getting the number one overall pick. They did, They were probably one of the teams that, you know, would need yeah. it the least, right? With all the players they have, like a guy like Makar is basically a number one overall yeah. pick, right? No, it's it's funny because I was I was giving you a hard time about the Red Wings being the Devils <laughs> at the end of the year there. Yeah, 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 you and were. I mean, they were pretty tight, I think. The I Red think Wings I might have texted you back with something like Toilet Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Thanks. I mean, that, <laughs> that team slot won the lottery, so it pretty much, it literally decided it. Yeah, Detroit and New Jersey were pretty close. Detroit One, just had to win all these games at the end of the year for some reason, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But hey, at least the top line was going. Bert was, yeah. uh, Bert was rolling with uh, who was he playing with? I can't Mantha remember. Mantha and Larkin. That's right, Larkin. Yeah, yeah hell of a player. Uh, well, hell of a line at least. That's a nice little bright spot to end the year. Uh, kind of funny when you're talking about uh, draft lottery slots and everything. I guess, uh, well, New York was the second team to move up, and I think they were sitting in the seventh spot. Yeah, and so uh, friend of the show Cody Cleave, big Flames fan. So Edmonton and Calgary played the last game of the year, right? Edmonton ended up winning. McDavid like right, just right. smashed his leg or whatever the heck, right? Yeah, and so I guess if Edmonton would have lost that game, they would have got this. They would have been in the Rangers slot, right? Oh, God. So they would have had the second overall pick. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that like, that was probably the number one team people didn't want to win. Chicago's probably up there for a lot of teams too because they yeah. don't they don't deserve it. <laughs> no, they definitely they definitely don't. After yeah. uh, you know with all the success they've had, oh man, Colorado just about tied this up. Four minutes to go here, folks. Two one Calgary and Colorado. I believe I don't believe we mentioned this. Calgary, I be, I'm almost hundred percent sure they average the least amount of shots against uh, during the regular season, and right now. Colorado's got 44 shots. They had 56 last game. It's 100 shots in two games. Yeah. So, uh, Calgary, you better figure this out here. Colorado's going to tie this up, and we better cut this episode before this ends off here. So, uh, <laughs> unless you got anything else to add, I, I think we're good to no, go here. So, quick shout-out to Scott Bruce. Yeah. Pulling for your boys here in the last few oh, minutes. Oh, you so. are, eh? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe I'll have to stick around and watch yeah, the end of this no before problem. I uh, take off here. So. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Really appreciate you. Yeah, doing no it on. problem. I was I was hoping for the call. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. It's running all... around the office when I uh, when I got it today. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, good. It's always uh, always a pleasure having you on. It's a uh, good good talking hockey with you. And uh, yeah, I guess the important thing for everybody to remember, we talk about this every episode, and I stress it so goddamn much is always remember to shoot the hockey. This is tongues out. Peace out. <laughs>